The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. This is My Thought in One Take, a part of the Ben Burnett Show Empire. Welcome into the Ben Burnett Show. This is My Thought in One Take. The Israelis and the Palestinians. The first thing I thought last weekend when I saw that Hamas had come across the border, literally knocked down a wall and started invading sovereign Israel was, it's a tale as old as time. Not necessarily like the Beauty and the Beast, but it is. It's the age-old conflict. When you look at the beginning of the Old Testament, if you were a Christian, the Torah, if you were the Jewish faith, you see Abraham, Isaac, and Ishmael. That story parts if you are from the Muslim faith background, where they shift into Saudi Arabia. But we all know all the Bible stories. The one thing that I will tell you is that this is a complicated issue of all complicated issues in the world's history. It has affected the four corners of the earth. You remember the Crusades. It's still a part of today's history of the Middle East. Americans sometimes struggle to realize that history moves beyond what you learned in a Western civilization class. You can find a lot of context around the city of Jerusalem in Israel or Palestine. That is really the only marker the West has to sit there and have a coherent long-term conversation over, over the areas. I told you. You look at the three crusades, the Ottoman Empire won two of them, the Byzantine Empire won one, you saw churches become mosques, you saw mosques become churches. It's a delicate history, and it's one that has blinding lights depending on the background that you come from. You can't separate the two. I grew up like most people, went to church, it was all I knew, I went to a Southern Baptist private university. One of my best friends at that time grew up as a missionary kid in Gaza, and to say that he didn't see the world the same way I saw it was the understatement of a lifetime. His parents were Baptist missionaries over there. They were both nurses. He grew up and went to an English-speaking Anglican school where he met plenty of people who came from a Palestinian or an Arab faith and plenty of people who were Jewish and plenty of people who were Christians whose parents were diplomats. You learn a lot when you have the ability to separate people from politics. I love public service. I love politics. I always will. I think it's fascinating how decisions get made, but I'm also somebody who's done it who knows that I don't necessarily find my heroes in that background. It's not that you can't. They're just few and far between. I don't care who your preferred country or party is. Plenty of people in that line of work are self-interested, and plenty of people in that line of work are about sticking their thumb in the eye of someone else based on an ideology. If you look at the last hundred years, we will pick up Israel's story then. After the end of World War I, Great Britain largely started with the League of Nations to carve out a sovereign country of Israel. That's right. For hundreds, if not a thousand years prior to that, the Jewish people of the Jewish faith had had a nomadic existence. That land and that territory where Israel is today has seen borders shapeshift all throughout history. If you go to Israel today and you want to see where Jesus is born, I have news for you. 
It is in part of the country that the Palestinians have actually recognized by the UN in Bethlehem. You would never think that that isn't in the sovereign country of Israel, but it's not. A lot of the holy sites, if you were a Christian, do not reside in the sovereign proper Israeli border. So it just goes to show you, you can have great intentions, but most of you have no idea what you're talking about. When you saw this past weekend that Hamas had invaded Israel, they literally knocked down a part of a wall. We fight about the wall here in the United States with respect to Mexico. They literally bulldozed it, started shooting thousands of rockets, killed hundreds of civilians. The Israelis declared a full-scale war, the first declared war in over 45 years. And the Israelis came together as a parliament and declared war on Hamas. The problem with declaring war on Hamas is that that's like the United States, if they had declared war on terrorism, it's a very difficult thing to do. Of course, we all hate terrorism. There's other things that you have to know about the Middle East. Hamas is backed by Shia Muslims. And yes, you can tie that directly to Iran. But did you know that of all the Muslims in the entire world, the Shia sect is 15% of all Muslims? And by the way, the remaining 85% of Muslims are Sunni. But what I want you to understand is that the Shia and the Sunni Muslims don't like each other either. One of the most influential people that I have ever met was a teacher that I had in high school named Steve Musman. Mr. Musman was a relative liberal, but he taught my current events class. He was the guy before anybody knew who Osama bin Laden was. He taught us about who he was. He taught us about the IRA. He taught us about modern day Israel. Fascinating human being. One of the really interesting things about him was that he was an American, but he met a girl and wanted to immigrate to Israel And he grew up in the Jewish faith. So he moved over there with all the American attributes that he had, and he had to do two years in the Israeli Defense Force. And the perspective that that guy has, even though I disagreed with his political leanings, was fascinating. And you can't ever separate those two things. He talked about how the Jewish people would encroach on the West Bank and set up housing settlements, and that that always lived in conflict with, at that time, the PLO, Hamas, and Hezbollah. He said, look, There's a lot of Palestinians that really distrust and dislike Americans because our our foreign policy can twist in the wind based on who's in power. If you ever hear me talk, you can hear that over and over and over again. We may pledge in the 90s to have an unending support for Ukraine if they will give up their nuclear weapons. And then in 2023, we may have funding discussions where we may just separate everything altogether and stop funding their war against the Russians. He also taught me that one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. I think about that all the time. Declaring war on an idea is dangerous. It is. And that's exactly what the Israelis are seeking to do today. They're going to wage a war on Hamas. They're also going to lock down the Gaza Strip. They're going to lock down the West Bank. And innocent people in the Israeli army are going to be forced to lock down innocent people that had absolutely nothing to do with an invasion. It's sad because nobody wins in these kind of conflicts. There's also a ton of ideology that gets forced into these conversations. This isn't just a land dispute. It's a birthright in a lot of ways. So while your pastor is getting his sermon out for Sunday to talk about the end times, just remember, 2,000 years ago, the pastor, some hundred generations ago, was getting his sermon out for the end times. Did the end times actually happen? No. But there are a lot of things that shapeshift in society across 50 years. And I'll show you what I mean. In the early 1980s, 
the United States of America publicly backed Sunni Muslim country, Iraq, and Saddam Hussein because they were fighting Iran. We have not cared for the Iranians for going on now about 100 years. Iran used to be one of the closest allies that the United States of America had. But then the theocracy took hold, and the Shah got overthrown by the Ayatollah, and they have been at odds with America ever since. That's not a Republican or a Democrat value. That's not a Republican or a Democrat viewpoint. It's a complicated part of the world where it's based in actual religious thought and philosophy. People here say my faith guides my politics. It's total bullshit. Over there, I actually believe it. But you also have to know other things. Israel struggled to put a parliamentarian government when Benjamin Netanyahu was elected for his fifth term as the prime minister of Israel. He put together the most far-right coalition that, honestly, until this last weekend, President Biden didn't want anything to do with the Israelis until he had to have something to do with the Israelis. Because there can be countries that we sovereignly want to support that can do things in an inappropriate way. If you look at the government that Prime Minister Netanyahu put together, it's fractured. He has a ton of issues with his Supreme Court. He had a ton of issues coalescing a government to put his parliament together. He is not well-liked. In the streets of Jerusalem over the course of the last several months, people have come out in full force to protest how he has governed that country. Israel, until Saturday, was as divided, if not more, than the United States. And you think we have problems. But it's one of those things. You have to have a fundamental perspective to understand that the Palestinians have been propped up for generations. In some cases, by Iran with Hezbollah and Hamas. And in other cases, like the PLO or the Palestinian Liberation Organization, which, by the way, at one point was recognized by the United Nations. There have been a lot of opportunities for the Israelis and the Palestinians to get together and live with some semblance of peace. And sometimes they have the ability to do it for a little while. But there's also geopolitical things involved. If you asked me why Hamas invaded Israel over the course of the last week, I would tell you it is because of two reasons. Number one is that Iran knows that Hamas has the ability to influence things in politics with the Palestinians. You can't take anything away from that. But number two, there is a very large peace and arms agreement that is getting negotiated in its current form between Saudi Arabia, who the Iranians really dislike, the Israelis, who the Iranians hate and the Americans who the Iranians also hate. And sometimes if I told you one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter, then you also have to have a fundamental understanding that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You can have two Muslim groups that don't necessarily see eye to eye with one another on their religious beliefs, but if they can find a common enemy somewhere else, it makes for an unlikely alliance. Iran seeks instability with Israel because instability with Israel is instability with the United States. It makes coalescing and governing almost impossible. So that peace agreement is going to be shelved, all while the United States has to continue to decide whether or not it wants to fund its war in Ukraine. Everybody looks disorganized. If you asked me if I think the end times are upon us, I would tell you no. If you asked me if you should look at this through a religious point of view— I would tell you it's important to understand the religious beliefs and the makeup of who these actors are. And I don't mean your Southern Baptist pastor on a Sunday morning 
who wants to get his Instagram post out that we stand with Israel. Well, why do we stand with Israel? I'm not telling you that we don't. The Israel that you want to stand with has a duly democratically elected government that seeks peace. And that is not what Benjamin Netanyahu is giving you today. And as the West comes to the table for support and arms, it is the conversation that we absolutely have to force. This has been another episode of the Ben Burnett Show. Have a great day, everybody. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.